0: everyone, it's Lou Rosenfeld, and welcome to another edition of the Rosenfeld Review Podcast. i um, here with my friend Tony Byrne. Hey Tony, how are you? Good, how you doing, Lou? Great, glad to have you on the show. Uh, Tony is uh, someone that I've known for, gosh, about 15 years now, and have always been looking for some way to work with him, but he's in this kind of weird area, and I was never quite sure how what I did in the UX side... Would fit with what he and his company, the Real Story Group, do uh, on the the essentially the, the side of things that is geared toward what are known as digital professionals. And um, I think we finally hit on something. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But Tony, what is the Real Story Group, and what do who are digital professionals, and what do they? Need?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Real Story Group is a technology analyst firm. Uh, We started it uh, 15 years ago, around the time you and I met, um, to really support Buyers of technology to help them make better decisions. Um, I had been a technology implementer and was very frustrated with the nature of the research that was available at the time. I thought it was heavily biased towards vendors, particularly larger vendors, and didn't serve the needs of customers. And I thought there had to be a better way to tell the real story about just not what, not just what the tools do well, but also what are their inevitable weaknesses um, and and problems and challenges, and to expose those so that buyers could make better more fully formed decisions about uh, the tools that they select and along the way we you know really kind of got in rhythm with the kind of modern uh, technology buyer uh, in digital workplace and digital marketing technologies and there is a variety of personas who have emerged who we, we describe as digital leaders and these are people who have to see the big picture around digital workplace and digital marketing technology, how does it all fit together. Um, But they also are responsible for uh, a number of other things that that leaders have to do, which is operational models, skill building, all these other things. And um, this person uh, is really pivotable pivotal to an organization's success um, if you want to leverage new digital
0: technologies to improve your business. Okay, so uh, but let me unpack that and I'm going to start with uh, one of the things that you and I definitely have in common, which is frustration. I don't, I'm like the most frustrated guy in UX for some reason, but um, you know, the, the idea that you saw um, a marketplace that was kind of being... Um, I don't know. Uh, kind of really biased by vendors, you know. Huge investments in marketing their products, and and a, a lack of truth, or at least a lack of an understanding of reality, and that bothered you enough to to say, "Screw that! I'm starting my own company." And I can really appreciate that. Um, I, I had similar frustration ten years ago with the lack of a publisher dedicated to the needs of UX people. So, all right, we got that in common. we got the frustration card, you know, playing really strong. You know, beyond that, I'm hearing you talk about tools that people in organizations need in order to make those organizations run, at least digitally speaking. And talk a little bit more about the types of tools that those people are are confronted with and what are some of the problems they're facing.
1: Yeah, so, you know, it... It depends to some extent whether you're focused on digital workplace, you know, employee-centric digital capabilities or more external customer, stakeholder, constituent, prospect, you know, sort of external stakeholders, which is more around digital marketing and, and, and customer digital engagement. On the digital workplace side, really the foundational technology that Organizations really need to master is around social collaboration. And there's a lot of difficulty and challenges there. I think SharePoint sucked the oxygen out of a lot of that space for a long time, but I think we've reached a point of peak SharePoint and we're getting to a place where there's a lot of new, interesting technologies um, that have to be threaded together. And I think this is one of the main themes. Uh, that that has been emerging for us in the past several years is that digital leaders need to know more than just one technology, um, and they need to know you know how does where does the where does where does one end and the other start? What are the boundaries? What is a social collaboration tool really good at, and what is it not going to necessarily do well for you relative to a portal or a document management system? And it's the same thing on the digital marketing side. You know, it's kind of table stakes to 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 effectively run a so-called web CMS, or web content and experience management system, like a Drupal, WordPress, Adobe, Sitecore, so forth. Um, but increasingly we find that, um, much the way that uh, a, a picture tells a thousand words, that modern digital communication is really focused now around imagery and media, and so digital asset management is increasingly important. Um, in fact, we've, we started calling it digital and marketing asset management. And so, this is another uh, skill set that a digital leader needs to know—not necessarily to be a programmer or to get inside these technologies, but to really understand what are the opportunities and the um, and the challenges that are inherent in any of these tools in your toolkit.
0: Well, and and that's uh, a great lead into uh, our joint announcement, which is that uh, we have published a book written by one of Tony's people from Real Story Group, Teresa Regley, called Digital and Marketing Asset Management. Its subtitle is The Real Story About Damn Technology in Practice, and it's the first of a series of books called Digital Reality Checks. It'll be about uh, in the six to eight neighborhood, uh, six to eight titles done by uh, the experts that uh, work with Tony at Real Story Group. And these books are really designed to help people make really good decisions about these areas, these problem spaces, before they go and throw gobs of money at a particular vendor's technology. And I'm really excited by this because, you know, again, I feel like in my career, I've constantly been trying to get, certainly as a consultant, my clients to stop making decisions based on a technology and then backfitting it to their actual needs that their organization, their users have, and I think that's exactly what you guys have been trying to do with your, with your reports and white papers, and now with these books on these topics, and so I've, I see this parallel of people trying to solve really big problems that affect both organizations and their users and customers. Without starting with a particular technology and then trying to make it work, rather let's define the problem space and then find a broader solution, including a particular technology, that actually make uh, those problems go away or at least manage make them manageable.
1: Yeah, and, and for our part, we're really excited to be working with you. Um, you know, you've always impressed me as a no bullshit guy, and you run a no bullshit operation, and um, and you know, to really, what I've always loved about your books is that they're very practical and instructional, um, as opposed to kind of, you know, long tomes that circle around a particular topic. And that's exactly where we're trying to go as well. So, you know, you were first on our list in terms of who would we partner with to to produce these, these primers. I don't want this to sound too
0: much like a, a big, uh, self-promotional love fest. and I, 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 We might be veering in, into that direction just a little bit, but before we, we make a, a turn back, um, this idea of no BS is really, really critical. Um, I mean, I, again, this is uh, an axe I have to grind with uh, a lot of people in the tech industry. Uh, I mean, look, they got to make a living. they got to make their investors happy. they got to make uh, the, the market happy. And so they got to sell as much product as they can. But there's an ethical uh, shortcoming when they push stuff uh, that just doesn't really uh, make sense or doesn't really serve their clients well. And um, the, the idea of no BS in that sense but also in the sense of language is really pretty important to me. And that's something I've appreciated about uh, the work that your folks have been doing. Uh, the idea that it's plain language. Let's, let's not hide behind jargon. We don't really need yet another priesthood uh, to complicate our lives and, and divorce us from reality. And so I love the idea of taking something like digital and marketing asset management, which is a mouthful, but deconstructing it and making it accessible to people who actually have to deal with it and live with it and uh, for years. So uh, I'm really happy about that. And Uh, and the books that we're going to be doing together, um, I want to jump back for a moment to this issue of, well, you know, if someone's listening in, you're a UX person, likely, what what the heck does this mean to you? Well, um, UX is an umbrella term that's brought together lots of people and perspectives and sets of tools from many different sources. And if you're new to the field, you may not realize that. Uh, if you're an old fart like me uh, and can remember the days where, oh, you know, um, your tribe doesn't mix with those other tribes, you do your own thing, you're a technical communicator or you're a graphic designer or whatever you might be, and you didn't really work or go to the other, go to, uh, meet those other people, you didn't really appreciate their tools, their perspectives, you didn't read what they were reading, you didn't go to their conferences, those days are thankfully in the rearview mirror at least in UX, but the umbrella's not big enough, so I'm already starting to see uh, a lot of crossover, especially in, in the enterprise context, between what uh, the people in the UX side are working on and challenged by and the digital professionals that come out of marketing and IT and other groups that Tony and Real Story Group have been working with. So I, I, f- I keep seeing umbrellas get quickly not big enough. They they get it gets crowded under there, and we need to really start expanding them more and more. And I don't know what we're going to call the, the bigger umbrella, but I can say that um, you know at the Enterprise UX conference uh, that that we put on, we've done two of those now, and the kind of people I, I think have been really happy with the programming, but they always want more of one thing in particular, and that's design systems. And now you're talking about large. Tool sets and, uh, uh, and and various assets that uh, like uh, pattern libraries, but much more to the point where uh, my colleague Dave Malouf is starting to use the term design ops in parallel with with DevOps. So we're starting to see people on the design side really focused on tools and technologies to make design possible, and I think that lines up and actually ultimately will will cross over very nicely with what you guys have been doing for 15 years
1: yeah I mean when we look at particularly IT organizations that are delivering really effectively they're obviously following agile-ish type approaches uh, a lot of continuous deployment really successful DevOps and where they're getting to, although they don't always call it, is to become an effective partner in terms of user-centered design, whether it's customer-centered design or employee-centered design. Uh, they just don't always call it that, and so I think that there's tremendous opportunities here to align design ops with DevOps. Um, the things that the thing that brings them together, we would argue. Is taking a product management approach. Um, I know this isn't a novel idea, uh, but within the enterprise, very often it, it actually is a, a novel application to say, okay, we're going to take a product management type approach to our collaboration space. Um, and so we're not just sort of saying, okay, how do we improve our SharePoint estate? Instead, we're saying, how do we make our employees more effective? Which is a much more interesting question um, and requires both design thinking as well as a a very different approach to technology delivery. And then finally, we would argue a really thorough understanding of both the promise and the limitations of the different types of technology.
0: Well, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to kind of uh, expanding that umbrella with you, Tony. I mean, I I think there's a lot of opportunity, and I think – Uh, It it may not be uh, immediately apparent to everyone in our respective fields today why this is an area for collaboration, but I think it will be. And uh, I I know I'm going to lobby with you to to certainly uh, look at what uh, uh, technologies uh, you might be thinking about for future topics like uh, user research tools or uh, some of the things that are going to ultimately be the, the uh, design ops platforms. But in the meantime, what other topics uh, should we expect to see in the digital reality check series?
1: Yeah, well, the next book is going to be on web content and experience management. Like I say, this is really table stakes for, um, for digital engagement to do this successfully. A lot of interesting topics there now, particularly around multi-channel delivery Um, what these systems can and can't do in a mobile-first world. Uh, So it's really important, I think, to master that technology. Uh, The one after that is going to be on um, enterprise social collaboration, um, which is an area I think we've all been working on, particularly in large enterprises, for at least a decade, if not longer, but where there's also a lot of still kind of untapped potential. And so, kind of understanding what are the different applications in particular that really drive value I think is is important for understanding what that technology can do and that's exactly what that book is going to uncover.
0: Fantastic. Well, uh, the first one uh, by Theresa Regley is now on sale and it's a digital and marketing asset management and uh, um, it's already exciting to start meeting some of the people that uh, Uh, that you've been working with. They're now people we're we're working with, so that's really a a great feeling to see. And uh, it's interesting to me to see what books uh, from our UX catalog that they're buying on top of uh, Teresa's book. Interesting early indicators. Uh, And... um, uh, like all of our other books it's available in uh four uh ebook formats that are all DRM free pretty much any ebook format you'd like as well as a lovely paperback they look very different uh than our books uh another uh, great design uh outcome that uh, we've come up with with our, our partners uh Heads of State who've done all of our covers uh so they they have a very different cover style i uh, really happy to see that and uh Uh, available from us available from Amazon and uh, uh, every other way you can pretty much find a a book these days that you might want to buy Tony great to have you on the show thanks for joining us today
1: okay thanks for having me on Lou.